0: and welcome to Dawson's Critique. I'm Erin Hensley. And I'm Julia Callahan. And we are two former college roommates and current BFFs who have loved Dawson's Creek since episode one first aired on the WB all those years ago. Join us for this spoiler free podcast as we break down one episode every week. We'll reminisce about our memories of the show and tell you stories of how Dawson's Creek defined our generation. Today we discuss season four, episode three, The Two Gentlemen of Capeside. Mm. Uh, <laughs> written by Jeff Stepakoff and directed again by Sandy Smolin, which is like, okay, back to back episodes. Yeah. yeah. Um, a, this one originally aired on October 18th, 2000. Okay. The description is very long from Wikipedia. So <laughs> lock and load here, people. Um, Pacey's hard work pays off and he gets an A in an assignment. To celebrate, he decides to go sailing, taking Jen with him. Dawson, Joey, and Drew are forced to reluctantly team up for a project, which they have to work on at the Yacht Club because Joey is working. During the evening, a huge storm hits Capeside, putting Jen and Pacey's lives in danger. Andy is also at the club having an interview with mm-hmm. Drew's mother for college, but her medical records cruelly prejudice Miss Valentine against her. Mrs. Valentine against her. When the storm gets bigger, Andy takes control of the situation and initiates the rescue of her friends. Pacey and Jen talk on the boat, with each admitting to their regrets. Jen regrets never being in love, while Pacey regrets the destruction of his friendship with Dawson. Dawson and Joey risk their own lives to rescue Pacey and Jen, and in the process, steal a boat from a cranky yacht club patron, (laughs) Mr. Brooks. Pacey later gives an emotional apology to Dawson for the fact that he got hurt. Both admit that they missed the friendship and allude to a potential reunion. Okay. <laughs> um, There's a little more to the story, but we'll get there. So, my history's mysteries um, on October 15th, 2000. Dale Earnhardt Sr. wins his 76th and final career NASCAR race at Talladega Speedway. Super hmm. Speedway, I apologize. Um, Earnhardt would be killed four months later in a last lap crash at the 2001 Daytona 500. Hmm. October 16th, 2000, Mel Carnahan, Democratic Governor of Missouri and US Senate candidate, dies in a plane crash in Jefferson County, Missouri, 3 weeks before the election for that office. Lieutenant oh. Governor Roger B. Wilson succeeds Carnahan as Missouri's governor. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't know I, I yeah, had that. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Um the number 1 movie is still Meet the Parents for Whoa. the third week in a row. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, and the number one song is still Come On Over Baby by yeah. Christina Aguilera of course. of course Number two is Madonna's Music And I, <laughs> it is with great and deep regret That I inform you that number three oh Is god. With Arms Wide Open By Queen <laughs> Oh
1: my god <laughs> <laughs> Oh
2: my god Damn <laughs> wow.
0: that's that's so wild that song played everywhere and my god it's terrible it's horrible (laughs) oh Oh my god and
2: it's like it would be everywhere and you knew it was horrible
0: you're like what yeah who listens to this garbage yeah i mean definitely it was it was truly awful and just on everywhere you went (laughs) yes (laughs) so
2: now it's like stuck in my head already i know i'm
0: so sorry <laughs> i'm so deeply sorry about that let's just think about christina um <laughs> come on over baby
1: yeah um
0: <laughs> so uh Aaron, we're gonna open an english class yes um at cape side high where they're reading two gentlemen of verona right hence the title of this episode right
2: and um, like I don't get Capeside High's, like,
0: (laughs) education, obviously, but, like,
2: yeah, because (laughs) this is a deep cut for high school. Oh, yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah. Especially senior year, like, oh, my gosh, you know, but okay. Yeah. It's because they've already covered all of them in, like, sophomore year
0: when they had to read, like, four different (laughs) classics. Yeah, Yeah, they blew their load early. Exactly. (laughs) Although, I mean... just going to say it if you're going to read two gentlemen of verona just read midsummer night's dream which is kind of the same plot um with a little bit more fantastical elements to it um <laughs> so um the teacher's like oh this isn't even shakespeare's best play but we're going to read it anyway and i'm just like right okay
2: i don't know it's bizarre and we find out drew is seated behind joey and and he starts harassing her
0: (laughs) we find that out because he just starts touching her hair without her consent yes
2: and when she tries to snap back at him like don't touch me you piece of shit the teacher blames her for being Uh, harassed of
0: of course of course because that's how it always fucking works (laughs) and she gets she gets caught and she's like My so my note on that was the girl gets caught asking the guy who is annoying her to stop because the patriarchy never fucking rests.
2: Yes, so like (laughs) fuck you. Why am I seeing this? Oh my god! And like, so what did you think of the play? And you're like, what kind of question is that? First of all, okay. And then she starts being like, oh god, I wasn't really listening to what you were saying. She's like mumbling, and he's like, you're mumbling. And I'm like, because she was just harassed by this fucking rich dude, like you know okay yeah. Fuck you she,
0: absolutely and then joey starts explaining what the play's about and hey the play's about dawson and joey and Pixie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the play's about okay like it's about a girl who becomes
2: between two guys mm.
0: and, and I then just, i did really Castan. like
2: the play because it's it's just like a little bit more complicated than that
0: uh, yeah. So first of all, Mr. Casden gives my favorite joke, which is two guys, a girl, and no pizza place, <laughs> <laughs> and no one laughs. Which is like the most dated joke for right now. I was like, man, nobody gets that joke. But that show starred Ryan Reynolds and Nathan Fillion. Oh, Nathan Fillion is in it. Yes. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mom, for you, Nathan Fillion's on Fire on uh, Firefly, yeah. which my mother is watching right now and loves. Oh, so good, so good. Yeah, mom, you should text Aaron about it. She'll yeah. talk to you about it all day. <laughs> Gina Torres. Whew. Um. Anyway, so Joey, yeah, Joey's like trying to break down the play and is like, you know these situations are more complicated than just a guy com- or a girl comes between two guys and Dawson who is in this class um, yeah. <laughs> takes offense to this. And yeah. he like audibly <laughs> and- like snorts, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, he- and like, cause Joey calls Valentine, a cardboard cutout hero mm-hmm. and says that Proteus is unfairly categorized as the villain. And like, the teacher hears dawson snort and is basically like oh mr leary sounds like you have a different opinion which i did appreciate that he like is an equal asshole to everyone (laughs) like you know (laughs) true 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 that's a step up in capeside education you know Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Dawson's like, you know, it's not about the girl. It's about the friendship between the two guys, right? So this is the most meta conversation, and I don't have a glass next to me because <laughs> we're doing this in the morning, and normally I have a whiskey, but I <laughs> I'm not drinking it right now, <laughs> um, and because uh, <laughs> I've because I've been drinking a lot in quarantine, but not that much. <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not drinking in the morning. Still have boundaries. <laughs> I do have boundaries. Okay so so joey's like well this friendship fails when the girl comes between them they mm-hmm. and it's like this whole conversation basically about
2: yeah you know. like about what they think happened and you know yeah. i think dawson's entitled to his opinion he's like absolutely it's not about the, the you know how this these two men's friendship devolve like it's not right. about the woman really but the thing is like this is a problem I have with Dawson. I never can really quite put my finger on it. Is like mm. he doesn't acknowledge that what he's saying is an opinion. He acts like it's a fact, and he yeah. kind of is coming for Joey. Like you're wrong, and it's like there. He the t- the question at hand is, what did you think of the play? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. So Dawson's no one's wrong
0: here. <laughs> Right, right, right. That's true. Um, And in Dawson, and like, I agree, Dawson's entitled to his own opinion. I also think that there's a an interesting argument to be made that like, you know, the fight really is between Dawson and Pacey and that like, Joey doesn't have to be a part of it. But then also that Joey is a person with her own agency and probably should be lumped or her in own as opinion a part of it
2: about what she thinks is happening you know exactly. so like
0: <laughs> it's just <Exactly>. like okay <laughs> and so at this point drew jumps in and is like the first off he says something that's so fucked up he's like yeah. no he did the
2: honorable thing by giving up the girl oh yeah he does say that <laughs> which is uh it was a lot <laughs> but <laughs> it's it, it, I, I mean like, it was a lot. Obviously, I don't like Dawson, so that yeah. is what it is. But it, it was a good telling of what he thinks happened. He's like, I'm Absolutely. such an honorable person that I gave up Joey to be with Pacey. And it's, like, fucked up, you know? <laughs> yeah, and that is like, a fucked up way to look like, at it. Like, you see his opinion is like, nope, this whole thing was between me and Pacey and I gave up Joey so like yeah. I'm honorable and I was able to maintain like my perception of like, you know, honesty my and goodness. Yeah, integrity and and yeah. whatever is a quote good guy, you know? Right, and right. Joey's over here being like, yeah, but the way it came across was that I was a fucking pawn in your weird uh idea of <laughs> honesty and
0: honor, yeah. you know, and being a good guy. Yeah, yeah. Totally. And so so then at this point, Drew jumps in and says You know, this conversation's all over the place. And I really think that Dawson and Joey should do a prepared debate about the merits of the play. And then the teacher's like, absolutely, let me assign these two students an extra project that no No, one else has to do.
2: Change my, you know, coursework and like assign a project like they're not going to be graded on it. However, I'm going to (laughs) demand they do it in the next 24 hours. 24 hours potential like other projects they have yeah great idea drew and like you know what while we're at it why don't you get
0: your take on it too <laughs> yeah which is i mean i do like that touch of like I okay love that part, <laughs> yeah. Like, okay yeah you're <laughs> like, gonna a throw fun, a bomb like, into like, this yeah, <laughs> yeah
2: exactly. you might wherever you're from they might. you might be able to manipulate the teachers but oh you're gonna find out that the Cape Side educators are pieces of shit so <laughs>
0: your first encounter with that yeah (laughs) welcome welcome (laughs) um so then we go to uh the credits and then come back and we're at grams's house where jen is leaving for school and is very late
2: (laughs) obviously ditching class yeah and, and Grams is like trying to like be like you're just listening to much of that
0: girl music <laughs> jen says calls it angry femme music and i just am like jen i would 100 percent sit in your room with you and listen to like fucking Sleater kinney like, all day I, long <laughs> uh doubt. give me that right now <laughs> yes, please please to get over your fucking shitty ass ex-boyfriend like let's go <laughs> yeah, sure. and jen's like I'm not sad about any of this. I've moved on to angry. And <laughs> then comes my favorite exchange yeah. where Graham says, look, Jennifer, I'm not so old that I don't know how important sen- senior fall term is. And Jen says, old enough to call it fall term.
2: I know. <laughs> Which-, Which is literally what played in my head when she said it. I was like, yeah, that's a pretty old person, to say. Old person yeah. thing to say, Graham's
0: yeah and it makes me laugh every time and also michelle williams please star in more comedies because you are fucking hilarious she really is i mean jesus
2: and (laughs) grams is like i'm fucking putting my foot down i'm giving you a 48 hour cap on your melancholy (laughs) yeah Jen's like okay (laughs) so funny i love it i i I love just like the way she's trying to like you know raise jen of like okay you can
0: be sad but like let's Let's just put a little boundary on that. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to cap it off. Yeah. And, and then J- Graham's, this is, does, it seems like a throwaway, but it is actually important. Hands are yeah. an umbrella and is like, you know, it's going to be bad later. So here's an umbrella. Yeah. And John's like, it's beautiful out. Come on. <laughs> what are yeah. you talking about? Exactly. So. um, so,
2: so we go back to school. Yeah. And Dawson comes up to Joey and is like, all right, so should we do the B&B or the Lear? for this project yeah and joey's like Ugh, like are you okay with this yeah like it's okay and he's like yeah i just want to get it over with yeah and she's like okay well i actually have to work tonight so can we do it at the yacht club yeah and like he doesn't even say like oh you got a new job <laughs> like, right no, okay. no, no. um and he's like oh are you sure that like it's gonna be an okay place for us to work on this project while at your workplace, you know? Right. right. And she's like, it's fucking dead on Thursday. There's always like old asshole that comes in and that's it, you know? So like, it's not going to be a problem, you know? Yeah. Also, it, it was kind of hard to know, like how long has she been working there to already know like the routine?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's hard to tell. It seems like they're definitely a few weeks into senior year. Okay. Um and she seemed to have got the job the day of the first day of yeah, senior the first year. Day. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I also want to note that she puts this English textbook in her locker, and it was my English textbook um in high school. Oh
1: wow! And
0: uh, yeah, I I remembered yeah. it when I saw it. Where I was like, oh yeah, I remember watching this and being like, oh my god, that's uh, my English textbook.
2: <laughs> I was like, damn, you remember what your English? I don't even know if we had an English textbook. I, <laughs> I
0: when I was watching it, I like second guessed myself. I was like, did you even have one? Why would you have an English textbook? And then I was mm-hmm. like, oh, because you were in high school, and that exists in high school and totally as much yeah yeah um anyway that's my English textbook that she puts in the uh in the locker um and Joey so so as they're like kind of okay fine we're gonna go to the yacht club like Dawson sees Pacey and is like okay great I'll see you then and like fucking bails like immediately well yeah he
2: just fucking bounces and then oh my god yes we see Pacey and Jen Pacey and Jen friends
0: walking the (laughs) halls together
2: (laughs) yes oh my god any episode that has pacey and jen scenes i'm fucking here for Ugh, yeah. their spoiler
0: friendship. we we love this episode <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um and so jen's like you know pacey's like well he sure left in a hurry and like you know both jen and out. joey call him out yeah, yeah. You're
2: like like you were trying to say hi <laughs> like yeah. you know and it's so cute when they walk up Jen like gives J- Joey like a little wave like a little friend wave yeah. oh my god like I know. they're
0: friends too now season four is really delivering on like everything <laughs> that we want
2: I know I know, you know? <laughs> yes and so yeah J- Jen's kind of like I don't know Joey's right you weren't gonna say anything either so don't yeah. try to beat Dawson <laughs> out to be the bad guy here yeah and like um and uh and Jen's like, Oh, Pacey's done good. She's got yep. something exciting to tell you. Yep. And
0: Pacey got an A. <laughs> yeah. So and, I just
2: wanna pause. Okay.
0: Yeah, same. Okay, same.
2: <laughs> you're telling me that Side High, their students that could get an A on a test but mm-hmm. still fail a class.
0: I mean, that is what it seems like,
2: yeah.
0: I mean, so
2: that to me sounds like, to be honest, that a failing grade is just a personal judgment that the teacher makes. <laughs> mm. Like that, just like, that is unacceptable. <laughs> like you could yeah. be in a position, to get an A on a test and still like be failing three classes. Like it's bullshit
0: well and and i want to like kind of add to that and say that like what's really clear is that pacey has it in him to do this right like i mean we i know we learned that in season two but like pacey has it in him to do well he just needs like fucking one person to believe in him and like it makes me really sad that like It's just wild. I mean, I've already said
2: I went to a different school. And also, like, I'm from a completely different background than PC. So i got, like, a lot more privileges. But, like, without a doubt, there were classes that I got A's in when, like, mathematically, I probably didn't. I know that to be true. And also, I remember in one of my math classes, my teacher's like, how come you never do your homework? And I was like, because homework is practice. I get A's on the test. Homework's only worth 10% of my grade. So I still can get a B in this class (laughs) without doing no homework. And I need to focus my energy on on my classes that are harder so i'm not mm-hmm. gonna fucking do it and i still yep. got an a in the class because it's fucked up but that grades are arbitrary <laughs> yep
0: yep oh i mean i you know i have stories like that too of places classes that i did no homework in and then like just did a bunch of makeup shit that was you know i shouldn't have gotten the grades that i got because of that oh, you but. should because grades are fucking stupid did you yeah. understand
2: the subject did, were right. you able to pass all of the subject matter in a level in which like this teacher determines to be an A then like you should get an A like are you kidding me like that's it's wild like you know like do I think it's fucked up that probably I got an A and someone else didn't get that same privilege yes but like it just is like more of this like broad idea of like what the fuck is an A like (laughs) Like, how the fuck could Pacey be failing school? Like, we know he's smart. So, like, what's going on here?
0: Yeah, totally. And, like, and, I mean, as you say, like, I I, think last episode or a couple episodes ago, I told you that I almost didn't graduate high school because of P.E. Mm-hmm. I, I also almost didn't graduate high school because I ditched so much in my senior year that, yeah. like, I my vice principal called me in and was like, Yeah. I think I had like 49 unexcused absences or something like that. Like it was a lot. And I looked him in the eye and said, what do I what grades do I have in each and every one of those classes that I miss? Right. And he looked at him and he said A's and B's. And I said, then that seems like not my problem i know it's like, <laughs> and i was like I mean, yeah if, if I, I can, can never go to this your class mom your mom should excuse you for those it's just like <laughs> I, come on she, she's gonna call you and yell at you about
2: she that I mean, I think she's <laughs> like some weird ass shit yeah i uh, know yeah, but yeah. you know but it's it's one of
0: those was. things that you know i i i never went to class and got a's and b's and that seems like not yeah. should not be able to happen yeah um anyway so so pacey's like okay in celebration of this a that i got that joey helped him like he's like she's like i was just helped you study and he's like yeah that's not what happened (laughs) i mean it's true like he got
2: that a on his own for sure you know yeah yeah
0: but she but also like he made it seem like she was like kind of a (laughs) yeah yeah,
2: totally
0: wild about
2: it yeah And he wants to go sailing, and she's like, "Ooh, like, sorry, like, I actually have like a project I need to do tonight." And he's like, "Do it tomorrow." And she's like, "It's due tomorrow." Yeah. And he's like, "Come on." And she's like, "And it's with Dawson." Yeah. Like, ooh.
0: But, but good that they're t- that she's told him that it is yeah, with Dawson. Totally. Like totally. into that, into that. Yeah. So then Jen steps up and is like, "Hey, like, I'll go sailing with you." Like, I fuck would yeah, let- I want to yeah. go. I want to yeah. hang out with you. <laughs> And also, like, like, take my mind off of the shit. And then she's like, I have two things, two rules before we go. Number one rule for Jen, absolutely refuse to make out with you. Yeah. (laughs) Number two rule for Jen, there's a distinct possibility that I'll puke. And just without missing a beat, Joey looks at Pacey and goes, what do you know? Those are my two things.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's so cute. I fucking love
0: it. And she does the arm thing again. Where she's yes. holding his hand and she moves his, her, his arm around her and just like yes. yet again i will mention that the dynamics of season four are giving me everything that i want i, I mean know. almost almost oh joey and God. jen need to make out but other than that yeah everything i want
2: so we go over to the McPhee house and andy's like nervously getting ready and jack walks by her room and she's like jack I need your advice. Like, should I wear my hair up or down? <laughs> and he's like, uh, I I don't do hair advice.
0: I'm <laughs> just like, hey, Jack, breaking queer stereotypes. I here know. For Ed, here for that. Here for that. Yeah. And it turns out Andy has an interview, a college interview at the Yacht Club um, for yeah, one of her back Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she gives shit to Jack for not starting his applications yet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. And then she like, She, you know, she she, kind of gets
2: a little dizzy. Yeah. And then Jack's like, "Whoa, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, are those, is that from your new meds? Mm -hmm. And then she sits down and she's like, yeah, nardle." Like, and she kind of is like, but you know, it's okay. Like, I'm excited to be taking these and like, they're going to make me feel
0: better. And he's like, okay, cool. Like, I'm glad that you've made this decision. Right. Like these two teenagers sit down and have a conversation about one of them, how one of them is taking antidepressants and there are some mm-hmm. side effects, but that she's like really like, Hey, you know, like it's a stressful time. I need, you know, the extra help and I'm like happy to be taking them. And I'm like, hello.
1: Sometimes it's awesome. Like,
0: sometimes Dawson's Creek was very ahead of its time. Yes. <laughs>
2: and like to be honest this is like what season three andy should have been doing
1: like Absolutely.
0: <laughs> you know well it's like it, in this episode it does feel like they find where andy should be you know mm-hmm. like that this mm-hmm. is this is andy i i'll watch this andy all day long without a doubt and yeah jack's like you know um y- you could just do what i do but like about your stress level and just like pretend you're not a senior and like not deal with any of it
2: <laughs> and he's just like she's uh, like uh, i didn't I... get those jeans. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm like i just like love this sibling relationship like it's, it's so really cute. yeah yeah, and, yeah definitely and especially Andy- since
2: there's like very few like like i know joey and and pacey have siblings but we don't really see them regularly yeah. so like the relationship of sibling is such an interesting relationship and like a common relationship so like this representation is i always like it
0: same same i do too um and like andy just asked jack how she looks and he's like like you should be interviewing her and i'm like man just fucking love this i love it i know i know these McFees,
2: oh, they're amazing <laughs> <laughs> so we go over to the leary house and mitch and gail are sick and like dawson? <laughs> just like, well you should have just be fucking
0: making out with each other the whole time then the sickness wouldn't keep going around and just yeah. like i just like also in 2020 like knowing all we know now about how illness is spread <laughs> mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. we all have had this crash course and like yeah you know um infectious disease like you're just like dawson I mean, yes, that is a way that it can spread, but it's not just that, sir. And <laughs> like, it doesn't spread back
2: and forth. Once I you recover know. from it, you have antibodies. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs>
0: we all know. That know now. <laughs> we all know this now. And he's just like, "Well, I'm going to the yacht club to do this with Simon and Joey," and Mitch is kind of like, "Huh? With with Joey, you say?"
2: Yeah, it's like, "Are
0: Are you okay with
2: that?" And he yeah. like. Like I get why he's annoyed, but he's like literally annoyed that people are checking in on him. Know, he's like, "I'm fine." And why, is like, why does everyone really treat just me just like my that. head's gonna explode at the mention of Joey? And Mitch rightfully calls him out. It's like because it did. It did.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> just a reminder. When and Dawson we our data, we're like, <laughs> well, <laughs> we have a meme, a whole meme from it.
2: <laughs> Dawson
0: that we send each other on regular basis
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> um anyway so so Dawson's like you know it's all good like Joey has her life I have my life everything's golden and I'm like this actually seems like relatively true and uh-huh. also like how it should be going like y'all that. have different lives we got to work on this project together it's fine. And it's
2: hard because of like James Vanderbeek's acting. It's hard to <laughs> like to me that it it feels like he's lying, you know. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um and so that's kind of hard because you're like that is the truth and like while you can still be sad that maybe the friendship devolved or like sad about the situation like y- I don't like to me, that feels like the truth. But the way he's playing it, it feels like a lie. You know, and I don't know if that's the acting choice I would have made. But I'm not an actor. So
0: (laughs) nor am I. Mm -mm.
2: And um, and he's like, you know, we're all good. But like, to be honest, Pacey hates me even more now (laughs) since I let Joey know about his grade situation. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. I listen to the last episode. So you know how we feel about that.
0: (laughs) We we made it abundantly clear, I think. And then Mitch thing bro yeah <laughs> i just My like to break all the rules um so then mitch asked dawson and i just want to note here where i fe- where i saw it that dawson is in the literal largest pair of carpenter jeans <laughs> i think we've seen on this show to date oh <laughs> wow so massive i wow. just uh, it's wow huge <laughs> um and mitch is like hey close the windows because like the wind's starting up so yeah. again we have a-, a mention of the weather. Yeah. Mm.
2: So then we cut to a very late '90s, early 2000s flute solo.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's very Enya and um, We go out to the to the water where Pacey and Jen are sailing, and it's just like beautiful. It's beautiful, and yeah. Jen says
2: as much. She's like, "Damn, it must have been hella hard to turn this boat around." <laughs> yeah. it's amazing, and Pacey's right. like. Oh. You have no idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: And he's like, Yeah, you could almost forget that your girlfriend is spending the afternoon with her ex-soulmate. <laughs> and um <laughs> So that's that on that. Um and and they they just have this like nice back and forth about like how yeah, Jen just, Jen's like, I'm Jen's the last like, person <laughs> I
2: cannot give you relationship advice. I'm <laughs> yeah. not that is not my vibe, you know? Yeah, yeah. And um, she's like, Did you check the weather? And he's yeah. like, I did this morning.
0: And hey. Remember when you couldn't check the weather Um, after you <laughs> every goddamn second of every goddamn day? To be honest, um, no, I don't. Actually. <laughs> but there was a time. There, there was, was a time. time. Mm. I
2: completely agree. You're like, man, man, There, I have a complicated relationship with
0: technology, but like there yeah. are some things I'm grateful for. Absolutely. And also like you used to just like if the weather changed, you just then were stuck. Like, yeah, totally. Yeah. I totally. mean
2: and you like got it oftentimes from the newspaper so it was yeah. already outdated by you got by the time you got it you know Absolutely. like
0: yeah or the weather guy in the morning sometimes <laughs> but um so then sure, we sure see, but that
2: was like more than mine.
0: Yeah so then we see the like the storm clouds coming in quickly mm-hmm. like we get this like shot of the storm clouds coming in and we go out to the yacht club where <laughs> Dawson and Joey
2: <laughs> and, Drew. Are,
0: and Drew are working and, and Drew's cell phone and rings it's so
2: funny and he like answers he's like hey beautiful like just a total creep it's amazing and the,
0: the phone is one of those phones that you used to have to flip down the talk piece like it's not quite yes. a flip phone Yes, <laughs> and you had to flip down to like have the little mouthpiece oh god Woo. woof
2: and um, Dawson's like unbelievable, and yeah. so the privileged white man doesn't call out the other white man. No. <laughs> they rely no. on the woman to do that.
0: Yes, okay, of course, cool. of course. Cool. And so Joey
2: <laughs> at this Dawson scoff looks over at, at Drew and is like, "Oh fuck no!" She grabs the phone. She's like, "Drew has syphilis." Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah she pretends he's she's the doctor and is like he's gonna have to call you back when the slif- syphilis clears up and i have a question is joey sometimes the chaos agent on this show kind of kind of <laughs> Some, like every once in a while she like she like f- does she sort of flirt with the being a wild woman of cape side herself at times
2: totally because yeah. you see how like her and andy both handle these situations completely different yeah, and, yeah. like just i'm more like everyone knows i'm more like andy so i'm more likely to handle situations the way andy does Yeah, like yeah. in that way versus joey who will just get so wild of like <laughs> instead of just grabbing the phone you could just grab it and hang it up but like just go yeah. so far as to be like he's got syphilis it's like oh. <laughs> bye he's gonna have or to call you back even, like come to your mind as an option in that like <laughs> split second
0: totally totally <laughs> so drew then decides okay you don't gonna let me talk on the phone i'm gonna fuck with you so he's yeah. like oh i noticed some like sexual tension here between the Which, two of you
2: well drew know. you did not you
0: did not <laughs> okay so then drew makes this Star Wars reference that, like, look, Aaron, you guys know, Aaron and I aren't big Star Wars people, but yeah. I know a fucking enough about Star Wars to know that this comparison that he makes is horrific because he <laughs> says he's like, um, you know, Dawson is the Luke to Pacey's Han Solo, uh-huh. and then refers to Princess Joey. So, uh-huh. so he's like, you know, what you're really saying, if you'll recall, Luke. And Leia are brother and sister. <laughs> and yeah, but what did you say that about Joey and Dawson? Right, right, right. No, but that's not the point that Drew is making. Oh. The point that Drew is making, I I I actually have a note about that too. The point that Drew is making is like, you have the sexual chemistry of the brother and sister in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Drew thinks that that's like you actually do have sexual chemistry. Julia yeah. is like, actually, they kind of do have the sexual chemistry of a yeah. brother and sister, which is none, totally. which yeah, is exactly. zero. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like, and also, like, can we start thinking about Dawson and Joey as siblings, as siblings. rather totally. than soulmates? Because like yeah. that actually makes a ton of sense to me, without a doubt. Yeah. <laughs> and then Joey has a great comeback that, <laughs> what does this make Drew if Pacey is? han solo and dawson is Uh luke and joey is leia and she looks at him and goes jabba the hut i think and i just well played well played potter
2: (laughs) and then we meet mr brooks who comes Uh, in and wants his usual table and his usual prime rib
0: (laughs) yes and mr brooks is played by harv presnell who um you may know i know as william h macy's father-in-law in fargo Mm. Um, who he works for. Uh Fargo is one of my favorite movies. I love that movie. Um, he was also like this guy is like old classic Hollywood. He was in Unsyncable yeah. Molly Brown with Debbie Reynolds. I like you just YouTubed him to see if there was like an interview or something. Uh huh. And I found this great video of him singing a duet with Julie Andrews. Oh like, my god. <laughs> oh yeah. Like he's like an old like movie musical guy. Um cool. Presnell. Um, I wonder if and, um graham's Mary Beth peel like made a call like knew him yeah probably yeah and um he he unfortunately died in 2009 but he you should go back and look at some of his old work he's like a prolific he was in a fucking million things it's so, amazing anyway yeah um so he's like yeah so
2: joey they gets, banter a little bit yeah. and you're kind of like you don't know if mr brooks is enjoying the banter or not <laughs> right, right.
0: he's he's very curmudgeonly yeah joey like Joe, it's he seems like a kind of curmudgeon that joey really like finds. like joey respects funny. those
2: kind of people yeah, you know yeah. so she's exactly. like "Ooh, i want this guy to be my friend we're like yeah. kindred spirits
0: <laughs> yeah we can kind of like trade barbs with each other and i'm not going to get in trouble um and so she goes to get him his water where drew and drew is like at the bar watching tv and joey's like because mr books has said something about there being a storm coming in and mm-hmm. joey's like drew just keep an eye on like any of the weather yeah. updates yeah. and then like of course as she leaves drew's phone rings and he is not paying attention exactly and we, and we see, see like
2: rolling on the bottom of the screen that there's like, like a storm warning for Cape Side. <laughs> yeah of course
0: and so we go to a commercial and when we come back like the storm has moved in and it's like yeah pouring rain it's pouring yeah like pouring rain yeah and like
2: we're from california it's just it doesn't work like this so we're gonna have a lot of questions coming up
0: okay <laughs> yeah. I, i'm gonna say the only thing that moves in this fast in california is the fog in san francisco it right. that actually does move in that fast? Um, yeah, yeah, even. yeah, totally. Yeah.
2: And the whole bay, like, or the whole NorCal, like, you know, up to the redwoods.
0: But yeah, yeah, it's totally. like it can be bright and sunny, and then ten minutes later, the whole city is fucking freezing. So yeah, you know, I I do get that, but storms don't move into California this in this. Yeah, day. we
2: don't even have monsoons. Like other deserts have monsoons, like in Arizona, but we don't mm. have that either. <laughs> like, yeah. So this is gonna be interesting, but yeah, yeah. so it's like poor rain, and Miss Valentine comes in and calls Andy Andrea. <laughs> she <laughs> and does. She's a total fucking bitch. She's and awful. She's, yeah. Yes. And she's like, "So, Andy, um, what are you hoping to study?" And Andy's like,
0: <laughs> "Andy is like <Everything>. so excited." <laughs> yeah, but like, she's like, I mean, I felt similarly going to college, where I was like, "I'm so excited that I get to like." I don't yeah. know. Try all this shit, and like, I totally. want to take philosophy and English, and and you know, like all this different stuff. And she's so excited that she gets to have this like well-rounded liberal arts yeah. like course load.
2: And you learn like I know for me, like you would hear from your parents about like the wild classes they they took yeah. for their you know gen eds or whatever and you're like that's awesome like that's so cool like you mean you just have to take stupid ass physics you got to take like you know some cool shit like you know so you're like fuck yeah so yeah her excitement is is um is there and miss valentine's like so if you could have dinner with any person who would it be (laughs) living
0: or dead yeah and Andy chooses Eleanor Roosevelt, which I liked. I, really, I know. Mm-hmm, yeah. I'm into that one. And then Mrs. Yeah. Valentine just looks at her and says, most students say Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, lady. Like, I don't know. Is that true? Oh, I mean, uh, it doesn't feel true, but whatever. Fine.
2: Yes. Fine. <laughs>
0: and um, Andy's like, fuck, okay.
2: Like, just like, <laughs> what? Like, Oh, El- whatever.
0: Anyways. Eleanor Roosevelt's a great one. Oh my God, Mrs. Valentine. Get over well, it. Again, this is a fucking opinion, you bitch. Like yeah. <laughs> she can
2: say whatever she wants. And Al- Eleanor Roosevelt is a fucking phenomenal woman, you know? So like Totally.
0: Okay. Um Yes. Uh- and, <laughs> and like and then Andy's like Andy's accomplishment, like she Mrs. Valentine sort of reads off her accomplishments and they're like, Great, and then like Andy starts talking about Barefoot in the Park, the play she directed with Pacey. Uh-huh. And, and then Miss Valentine, like, stops her in the midst of her, like, like having this really great answer about, like, oh, my yeah. God, we did this, like, kind of, like, this, this play is so pre-feminist, but we kind of, like, you know, tilted it on its head and, like, blah, 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 and, like, I'm like, yeah, Andy, like, that's awesome and then yeah,
2: she's like a great interviewer like I mean, she like, can like truly just roll with it she has these like phenomenal answers on her toes you know and, like, she can like thoughtful and yeah exactly, yeah well like, thought out is, yeah if this woman wasn't a total cunt this would be going well <laughs> yeah exactly exactly
0: but she is so she's yeah. like and she's like oh there's one red flag and that's this medical leave of absence you took at the end of sophomore year which of course if you'll remember that's when andy had like a mental breakdown and ended up in a in a hospital
2: and And Andy's like oh um yeah i just had some um, some emotional problems and i took care of them
0: and she's like i made up my finals none of my grades suffered which like is great but also i'm like the fact that the fact that that was a priority when dealing with mental health makes me very sad about our culture right. and society. Um, yeah. And, and then, then Mrs. Valentine's Valentine. like, oh, a mental illness. <laughs> yeah. Fuck this lady, dude. Um, <laughs> <fuck this> bitch. <laughs> and Andy, like, tries really hard to be, like, smiley and, like, perky and, like, and, you know, kind of, like, roll with it and just be, like, yeah i mean this i'm being honest with you that this is what it was
2: i had a problem i took care of it
0: (laughs) i asked for help and i took care of it yeah and like mrs valentine is just judging her so harshly which is like just monumentally fucked um so we go out to then dawson and joey who are talking about valentine and proteus again they're really talking about pacey and joe and dawson but Valentine and Proteus. And then Dawson's finally like, let's just fucking talk about what we're talking about.
2: about, We've been skirting around the issue. (laughs) Let's talk about Pacey. Yeah. And Joey's like,
0: okay. And
2: Dawson's like, we're just never going to be friends. We're not going to be friends.
0: Yeah. And And Joey's Joey's
2: like, like, why? Like, I don't get it.
0: Yeah. And like, Dawson's like, what's done is done, which is like not really an answer, but okay. Mm -hmm. And joey's like you know but like you have 10 years of friendship what do you mean like what's Mm -hmm. done is done and then dawson's like after the greatest betrayal of my life what's done Mm -hmm. is done yeah and and that's when joey points out that like she was a part of that betrayal and like you know
2: like if you're mad at
0: pacey you should be mad at me too (laughs) exactly and like dawson's like yeah but you have remorse pacey doesn't right you apologized and i mean i get that like i i get the apology totally. thing because i you know we've h- had this conversation for mm-hmm. many episodes now and like but also dawson like every time he comes near you you run away from him so yeah, i mean it's
2: like you know <sighs>
0: it's true and i am not
2: disputing what dawson's saying and i totally yeah. think he's entitled to feel this way for sure you know yeah, yeah, yeah. but like uh I personally don't think he's created a space for Pacey to apologize, So it's kind of like a paradox of like, well, he hasn't apologized, but I haven't given him a space to apologize. So I can blame him for not apologizing. (laughs) Right. A hundred percent. You know? And it's like, the thing is like, you just wish he would say like, I just, I'll never forgive him. Like I, even if he apologized, like I would accept it. But like, I, I just, I don't see how I could forgive him. Like I've, I've never felt more betrayed in my life, you know? And And like like, it's that, fucked I mean, up again and this situation's super complicated because like what is the betrayal
0: i i mean that i have a hard time with that i gotta say i have a hard time with knowing if the betrayal because he keeps saying this thing it's that joey I, I keep thinking he keeps about. saying
2: it's because of Joey. pacey took joey that that's the betrayal and that's where the problem lies to be yeah. honest like do I think Pacey betrayed Dawson? Like, I guess like, I don't think Dawson, I don't think Pacey was straight up with, you know, Dawson, but I also don't think Joey was either, you know? So it's hard, but in this, in one of those situations, I, because Pacey was pursuing Joey, I think he should have gone to his friend before he kissed her or like after he kissed her, he should have immediately gone to Dawson. Like, you know, like, so there is a betrayal there, but this, I, the way that Dawson is always framing it is of like, Loved Joey for my whole life in one way or another, and Pacey took her from me. And it's that fucking rhetoric is dark and twisted, and that's why we don't fuck with Dawson.
0: So what I want to add is that, like, I also think th- the thing that bothers me is like this idea that like Pacey doggedly pursued Joey. Mm-hmm. Um, like I don't think like basically Pacey realized he had feelings for Joey, and then you know, like, thought, there's no fucking way she is ever gonna have these feelings back, so I'm just gonna have to sit on them, and it wasn't until she actually expressed feelings towards him, and, like, you know, you can go back and listen to our, our episode on the Cinderella <laughs> story, where we, like, hashed this out in great, great detail, so I'm not gonna do it here, but, like, that basically, like, yes, the, the, the feelings that she expresses to Pacey were friendship, and, you know, an, an intimacy, a friendship kind of intimacy, but like he wasn't doggedly pursuing her like mm-hmm. sure the things that happened after they first kissed and like particularly after the aunt gwen episode mm-hmm. like yes that could have been handled better to like sort of prioritize dawson's like dawson not getting so hurt by it i mean he was gonna be hurt no matter what right but, like But, like, my thing is, like, I have a real problem that the show, like, pushes this narrative of, like, Pacey doggedly pursued Joey and this is, like, and, you know, now Dawson's mad for a good reason. And I'm, like, right I mean, but that's not what happened. Like, they were friends. And even
2: (laughs) if it is, like, I just don't really think that, like, to me, I don't know if I think that that's, like, what Dawson is mad about. Right. Is he mad about the pursuit or about like the removal of, of Joey's virginity? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Stay tuned while we talk <laughs> about that. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. And yeah, I think and- ultimately
2: like the, this, the, the reality is I don't think Dawson knows exactly what he's mad about. And like, that mm-hmm. is totally fine. Like, you know, you're young is you feel so complicated, you don't have a really good handle on it, but yeah. he, he kind of oscillates between like, he pursued the woman I've loved for the better part of my whole life in one, you know, woman I've loved in one way or another. And then like, he betrayed me. And, and it's like, it's one of those things that boils down. Like I've said, is that like, as a woman, I just don't think we understand what these words mean.
0: Yeah. Well, and also, I mean, I like that point. And also like, I think there's also this, like what he seems to be really mad about is the removal of Joey of like him as the center of Joey's life exactly
2: and that's why it it just is like it feels so fucked up well and that's
0: a fucked up thing to be mad about and like i'm not saying that that's actually not an emotion that one could feel
2: yeah but like
0: i get that that's a fucked up thing to feel mad about and like that you should if that's how you're feeling you should really probe that and probe like why you're feeling this way and like you know stop projecting that problem all onto pacey yeah
2: yeah (laughs) exactly you know So
0: so we hear this like big thunderclap and Joey is just like so distracted and leaves to go to the bar to like see what's happening on the TV with the weather and then like it kind of all like happens right I Miss-
2: think it's kind of weird that like Dawson is like Joey's best friend he knows her better than anything <sighs> and he doesn't um, pick up on her like nervousness Freaking and her stress out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I think that I, I mean that seems like a theme right mm-hmm. that like mm-hmm. It's he only picks up on that stuff when it's convenient to the plot line that he picks up for. Exactly. Him, on it. Um and like Mr. Brooks comes up to get his check while Joey's like watching the TV and Drew's like you know being a fucking douche and like yeah. Joey's just like Drew, you get him his damn check. Like come on. <laughs> And we see the news that this is, like, a once-in-a-30-year storm. And this was back in the day when that didn't happen every year. I know. But um, so... that
2: actually meant once-in-a-30 years.
0: <laughs> uh, we're laughing so we don't uh, melt down right now. Yes. Um, yes. 84 so, degrees in L.A.? January? Yeah, it's, it's um, in the 80s, the mid-80s. It was 88 yesterday in L.A. in January, so... we're all doomed okay so like we go out onto the boat then where pacey and joey are now or pacey and jen sorry are now getting pummeled by rain
2: it's fucked up it it's really scary and <laughs>
0: it is although i ha- the 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 lightness in this scene which i just loved <laughs> was that they're fighting about the batteries i know because jen apparently used the batteries to power the radio because yeah. pacey only has led zeppelin one through four <laughs> and if he owned any other tapes they wouldn't have had to use it and i was like jen is my fucking hero so-
2: fucking awesome (laughs) it's awesome (laughs) yeah i
0: love jen um
2: and and like Jen, like you're just never gonna admit this is scary like you know and like we kind of see like how pacey is uh he he has a calmness under
0: pressure Mm -hmm. yeah he does and he's just like you know i've seen this before it's okay and then they get hit by a wave that shorts out like basically every all the electronics on the boat so mm-hmm. um that seems bad yeah um, so then we go back to andy where she's with um mrs valentine and and she's like talking about her how her greatest strength and her greatest weakness are both her t- tenacity which like actually mm-hmm. seems very true
2: i know and thought <sighs> such like advice you someone would give you about a job interview yeah yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> i mean it, it's a great interview answer but also i'm like but it's also kind of true um. exactly and then <laughs>
2: this fucking bitch miss valentine yeah. just wants to like keep circling back to andy's mental illness and yeah. andy's like it's kind of weird that we keep circling back to this yeah like to be honest like i see it as a strength like i had a problem i took care of it
0: what what's stronger than that well and like because mrs valentine is like isn't your mental illness a weakness and she's like you know no it like taught me how to ask for help and like that that was really important Mm -hmm. to ask for help and i just like want to cheer from the fucking sidelines for andy on this because like totally honestly like i'm 37 and like literally asking for help is the thing that i talk about with my therapist the most right (laughs) now because i'm fucking (laughs) terrible at asking for help And like, how amazing is it that like this 16 year old now she's probably 17. But like, at the time she was 16. She's like, you know, I this is how it taught me like, what if you I mean, just me? What if I had had that ability starting at age 16?
2: Yeah, Yeah. (sighs) it would have saved me a lot of stress totally noticed with my boyfriend is that like to me I like I am so willing to ask for help but it's Mm. probably because people will help me you know yeah and so that reinforcement has been there and I Mm. I do think that a lot of that is a class thing you know um that like I can call people to help me you know and they could actually help me with like things that are really hard to handle like Mm -hmm. just even like what is the law? What is the labor law on this? And I can call my mom and she'll tell me, you know. Right.
0: I mean, and I think that's interesting because, like, you know, I think you and I sort of have a similar background in that way. Where, like, yeah, sure. Like, if I need someone to look at my resume, there's like, mm-hmm. you know, like 19 people I could possibly call. Right. Um, I mean, my mother worked in HR for 40 years, so she would be the go-to. But like, mm-hmm. I have tons of other people that you know totally would and but my thing too is like this like asking for help with like mental health like that's such a big one it's so Mm. intimate it's so like vulnerable and like what a what a lesson to learn at age 16
2: yeah i'm just saying
0: and andy then totally is like hey you know what mrs valentine most teenagers experience mental health like yes (laughs) problems with their mental health and like and I'm yeah, just like I'm not oh my god, god this here. show Whatever
2: you're trying to say I'm not an outlier here and like I actually will not accept this behavior you. yeah <laughs> this, this rhetoric that you have is completely un- unacceptable I will not let you otherize
0: me and she's like and I'm just like also I'm just not gonna feel ashamed of it like yeah. it happened I took the time and space I needed to handle it and now I'm doing well and like i just want like again this is in the year 2000 like we were not having these discussions about mental illness particularly about teenage mental illness at the time yes and like andy's just like you know this is just one part of me it doesn't define me and like is so strong and amazing (laughs) This and mrs valentine just continues to be an asshole
2: yeah she's like um don't you think I sh- You should go to like a less competitive environment, like a state school. <laughs> and, like, Andy's fuck just like, you, fuck you, you know. And she just stands up to this bitch in such a classy way, you know. Yeah. Which <laughs> obviously that statement is an element of classism, you know. But oh, absolutely. like, you bring it back to what I was saying, like about the way Joey kind of stands up for herself. Like, it's a li- it's just different, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and like. I'm not going to say which is right or wrong, but I will say which ones are more successful. And because of the world we live in, obviously Mm. the way that Andy stands up is more successful and seen as more of a strength. It's fucked up, but you know, I'm not going to say that's not the truth in our current environment, you know? Yeah.
0: And, and Andy, like, I mean, my thing with the state school thing too, just going back to that for a second is like, Mm -hmm. Like first of all, state schools are competitive. Uh, yeah,
2: I mean that's just like we before, <laughs> Julie and I, that is definitely not the rhetoric that we were raised with. Yeah. Anyone I know was raised with, right. like every single member of my family went to a state school at some point yeah. in their education. Like Absolutely. you know, so like that didn't feel like something that was like looked down upon. I mean, like we've said, there is like a pretty dynamic system in California sure. for our uh, higher education, and it's a one of the only places we invest in education, mm. you know? And mm. like and we reap the benefits of it because we are able to have like targeted programs in areas that need it. Like mm. why do we have a huge winery region? Because the state schools near there have great winery pro like, you know, yep. <laughs> like yep. how are we gonna what like, how do we have great amazing agriculture because the schools in the Central Valley teach you how yeah. to be good at that you know yeah,
0: so like, <laughs> yeah UC Davis has a pretty good program <laughs> um, yeah
2: yeah yeah you know? and, and Cal like, State
0: Stanislaus yeah it's yeah. I mean totally and and exactly. I think like and I think like the thing is too because like Andy my thing with Andy is like Andy wants to go to an Ivy League school she is a yeah. person at the top of her class and she wants to go to an Ivy League school and she's in a position to do so and so like fuck you for thinking that like she shouldn't be there because of this <laughs> i don't know it's, it's nonsense just not but Miss
2: valentine to determine whether or not andy's mental health can handle a state school like okay right. <laughs> and obviously like we think personally is just like well the fact that she's addressed her mental illness
0: puts her in a better position than the other kids there to be frank right right and like and like andy's just basically like look like uh she she kinda locks into fight with Miss Valentine and is like, So you're just gonna disregard all my accomplishments because like mm-hmm. multiple years ago I had a struggle with mel- mental illness, I sought help, I completed treatment for it, and Yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> Seems like I did the thing I was supposed to do. And Miss Valentine is like, well, you know, I'm responsible for assessing if you have the ability to handle the pressure of one of the most difficult collegiate environments in the country. Like, my name is on the line. And like, (laughs) Andy's just like, what the fuck, man? Like, I faced my problems. And like, I had the courage to do that. And doesn't that make me better prepared to face the pressures of college? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah and like miss valentine just brushes her off and like this, this meeting is over and like she sucks man she fucking sucks
2: she really sucks and speaking of suck then we come up <laughs> to dawson who just like angrily comes over to joey and he's like if you're not going to work on the project i'm leaving yeah and he's like you know and again and then- i'm like didn't he like, I, we could pick up as the viewer on, even though we know that Pacey's out on the boat, that Joey is stressed. Like, there is yeah. an issue here. And, yeah. like, it sounds like Dawson is centering that stress on it being with him, the right. project being with Dawson. Right. Not that, like, <laughs> there is a huge thing happening, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, and, but and Joey just turns to him and she's like, Pacey and Jen are
0: out there. They're out on the boat. They're out on the boat. And like right when she says that and Dawson kind of gets a shot. Oh shit. Look on his face. Jack comes in just soaked from head to toe.
2: Why didn't you tell me sooner?
0: Yeah. (laughs) And Joey's like, well, it wasn't that bad. (laughs) Sooner. Yeah, so
2: Jack comes in completely soaked and he's like, oh my god, is Andy here? I'm supposed to pick her up. It's fucked up out there. Yeah,
0: like it's bad out there.
2: (laughs) Andy walked in and she's like not as fucked
0: up as in there <laughs> yeah girl and girl same i wish she could fucking pour a cocktail for herself right now because she needs it yeah um so then some dude who works at the the whatever the yacht club is like okay there are three boats that have all radioed in and like need assistance into the harbor and joey asks if the true love is one and he's like no and then like joey really starts to freak out because like this huge gust of wind like shatters a window yeah.
2: <laughs> the windows explode so like- yeah <laughs> Like a a tree branch comes in like a midday, but it's like this, like no one knew about it. And all of a sudden
0: windows are exploding. Like to be fair, a tree branch went through the window. Like it, but but still, yes, you're right. You're right. Okay. And we like get this shot of Jen and Pacey on the boat and it's like bad. and looks like basically a scene right from a perfect storm. Like they're getting knocked all over the place. And I just I want to say I have been I have been on a boat exactly one time in weather like this and mm. it is fucking terrifying.
2: Yeah.
0: And when I was a I was, so I was a kid and my dad had a boat, you know, cuz he was an oyster man and I remember my dad looking at his business partner and saying I might have to swim to shore with my daughter because yeah. like we could see the shore from where we were. Yeah. Because like basically like we can buy a new boat, but <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like
2: <laughs> you know? I can't you know? buy a new daughter. So. Yeah, exactly.
0: And <laughs> yeah, um Elizabeth it was won't save
2: me here. <laughs> yeah.
0: I have only seen my father that scared a handful of times and I I uh-huh. remember how fucking terrifying it was. It, it is truly terrifying. Yeah. I mean, um I, and we could see the shore. Like I said, we could see the shore. So like yeah. I can't even imagine like these two where you're like what the fuck would we do?
2: I know. <laughs> yeah. 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 And yeah, Jen's freaking out. Yeah. Pacey's like, D- girl, we're not going back to the port. It's too fucking dangerous. We're going to go to this little cove I know. Yeah. We're going to ride out the storm. And Jen's like, what the fuck
0: are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> like,
2: how is anyone going to find us in this fucking cove? You don't even know what you're saying, you know? Yeah, like, you don't even know and, the name
0: of it. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And Pacey just turns to her and is like, Dawson's going to find us. Yeah, Dawson will know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we go then back to the yacht club and Dawson's like grilling the guy who is going to escort these boats in. Okay. So my story number two is that one time when I was a junior lifeguard, um, there was a day where there were like 20 plus foot swells. And Mm -hmm. so we weren't allowed in the water, obviously. And then the, the lifeguards had to swim out and like, and like swim tow boats in to the harbor. Oh, wow yeah so it was wow. like yeah it's bananas like it can get really dicey dudes um anyway yeah, check sure. the weather yeah. before you go out on a boat um like, <laughs> definitely yeah
2: yeah and so the the guy from the yacht club i don't know this rando is yeah. like the boats are being escorted escorted in we've found those other three boats we haven't found the true love and yeah. joey's like Pacey wouldn't come back to the harbor. He wouldn't risk his boat, you know? Yeah. And Dawson's like, he looks at the map and he points to the cove and he's right. like, that's where Pacey is. I know it. That's where he yeah. is. And the dude's like, there's no fucking way I'm sending out a rescue team
0: for a hunch. Yeah. Which like, and it's, it's like, like Hurricane Force winds.
2: Yeah, you're kind of like, I don't know. I don't really know these situations, but really yeah. if there's like two... Miners missing. Miners, yeah. <laughs> they're not gonna do anything.
0: Yeah, and one of them's the sheriff's son or the the police chief's son. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, and it, okay, <laughs> and okay. that's this is when Joey really starts to freak out. Yeah. I mean, I mean, fair, which is fair. Yeah. Um, fuck, send someone. Are you kidding
2: me? Like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck? You know, like, yeah. I, and Dawson's like, I know it. I know they're there. And then yeah. the dude's like, All right, fine, fine. I'm going to wait and see. And then
0: maybe later I'll send a boat. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to get these people in and then maybe later. And like, so then Dawson's like, okay, I know they're there. So like, is there a boat somewhere? I'm going to go get them. And I have a question, Aaron. And Mm -hmm. my question is that at the end of last year, there was this whole episode called show me love where part of the point of the whole episode was that Dawson does not know how to sail um <laughs> well wasn't it that he doesn't know how to sail or that he doesn't know the rules of a regatta right and i guess maybe they're not going out on a sailboat i mean true and we had a lot of questions about those regatta rules which yeah. no one has no one has emailed we us about you
2: know that he can handle a speed boat as long as he's not getting a boat BJ? <laughs>
0: that's true that's true those we are the do things know that. We, we do we have canon confirmation of yeah. that <laughs> so i had just some questions but i guess he's not sailing out there so that's that helps yeah. um so drew gives him the keys to a boat um yeah. a boat called the artful dodger which is a Dickens reference and i i haven't put together whether it means anything or not but i'm i'm working on it um and pacey and jen then we go back out and we see them still like in distress on the boat and like it's bad,
2: That's scary. Yeah, and, yeah.
0: And okay, so wait. then we go to Dawson, and he's like, "I'll radio
2: when I'm in and when I'm out there, and like, you know, we're gonna get this taken yeah. care of." And Joey makes running with him, and Joey's like, "I'm going with you." And Dawson's like, "Absolutely not," <laughs> which yeah. is super weird. I don't know. And then she just yells at him, like, "I can't fucking worry about the both of you. Like, are you kidding me?" Yeah.
0: Which like fair? I mean, they definitely have like kind of a fight about it until she yells this at him, and then he's like, "Okay, <laughs> like you can come, like so."
2: Stop trying to control my life, like yeah. you know, like I mean, it, it, the thing is like, Austin doesn't explain why he won't let her go, so that's why it feels like yeah. problematic, you know? <laughs> yeah, totally.
0: <laughs> and so then, when we go into the yacht club, we see Andy starts taking over and managing the situation in the yacht club.
2: Yeah, and like, because, because Valentine's <laughs> everyone get down and Mr. Brooks, like there's fucking glass there. Like, are you kidding me? Like, who's going to clean this up? And you're right. like, okay, white man, you're not <laughs> doing anything but com- complaining. But okay. <laughs> That's, he does that and well. And Andy just comes to the rescue and she just starts ordering everyone around.
0: Because like- Andy is great at dealing with chaos. And this is one of Andy's strong suits, as we have seen so many times. She yeah. thrives within chaos
2: yeah and so she goes and she grabs miss valentine she's like jack you move those tables in front of the windows. miss valentine you come here write these two numbers down she has them memorized and grams's number but she
0: doesn't call the witters or bessie nope nope just just Dawson and Gr- dawson's parents and grams true true and um but she also and- has them memorized because we used to yeah. have all our friends' numbers we used to memorized. Have all our friends memorized. Yeah, Whew. totally. And yeah. and um and then so 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 Andy is like handling shit, yeah. Um and then Pacey and Jen like they're in the boat. They're the the boat. It's in distress. They both know it. Um, but they're yeah. just trying to get through it. <laughs> like what a metaphor. The boat is taking on water, but we're <laughs> we're just guessing and we're trying to get through it. If yep. that is not a 2020 slash 2021 metaphor, if I've ever heard one, <laughs> we are like, taking on water.
2: If have a hole in the boat, it might as well be at that high point of the boat. I mean, like, let's just make the most out of this hole in our, <laughs> our fucking boat, okay? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah exactly. Um, and <laughs> is that not life in a nutshell right now? No, okay. Know. If like, you have to have a coup, it's good that it's a bunch of dipshits doing it. Um anyway so Jen then is like we should con- start confessing things like in the movies. Yeah. Yeah. Daisy's <laughs> like, like that usually results
2: in everyone dying. So no. Mm, pass. <laughs> and Jen's like fine, fine fine fine. How about regrets? <laughs> yeah. And Pacey's like, that's just not how I live my life. No like, regrets. I don't have any events, yeah.
0: You know? He's yeah. <laughs> just got no regrets. And yeah. he's like, that's not how I operate, which is like, that's actually really interesting about Pacey, like the yeah. no regrets thing. Um, And Jen kind of pushes him on it and is like, there's yeah. literally nothing you want to change.
2: Totally. Yeah. I, I kind of felt Pacey on that. I'm kind of like that. <laughs> like, even a thing where I'm like, oh, I don't know if I liked how that happened or whatever. I'm like, tend to, otherwise, I'll just spin in negativity. Yeah. So I try yeah. to on the bright side you know just part of yeah. my like
0: coping skills <laughs> yeah I try not to have regrets as well but um and I you know yeah whatever shit all shit happens for a reason um totally. but like so Jen's like I do have one regret and it's that I've never been in love <laughs> and Pacey's like,
2: like what about Henry that guy
0: yeah. weirdo <laughs> <laughs> and she's like no I don't think that was love and Aww, and she's which like, like Saddest thing. She's like, yeah. I'm
2: worried I'm gonna drown not knowing what love is.
0: Yeah. And Pacey comforts her. I and know like, it is really sad. And it also it makes me sad that we had to spend and I I understand that it's not entirely the writer's fault that basically the actor didn't want to come back in season four. Mm-hmm. But it makes me really mad that we had to spend all of season three dealing with Henry being a total prick to Jen. And like yeah, then finally it. winning her over. And it's like, and what? Like she didn't even she doesn't even think
2: she exactly that why that's why the true love episode when he just like doesn't even say back to her i love you too or they don't Mm. get this kind of like Mm. just typical stereotypical romantic moment (laughs) just because i knew how season four was gonna go obviously i'm like really really okay
0: (laughs) all right bros and like pacey then finally admits to jen that he regrets how things are between him and dawson right now
2: yeah yeah. And Jen's just kind of like, well, have you considered saying something? Mm-hmm. And Pacey's like, I don't think it'll change anything. Yeah. And Jen's like, yeah, but it might make you feel better to say something.
0: Yeah. And they kind of yeah, comfort Jen each is other. so smart. <laughs> well, Jen is so smart. And also, like, you know, I kind of take issue with the fact that she's never felt love. Like, I know what she's saying but like and this is my thing about like friendship we gotta start thinking of friendship as just as important as a romantic relationship you know what i mean well i think we
2: kind of get a resolution to jen feeling love at the end of this episode
0: yeah 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 definitely but also like but also there's this way in which it's like you know she does have so many people around her that do love her yeah and she does get love and like she's just talking about romance and I get it. Like I, I have also been a teenage girl that like wished right. that she was having some romance. <laughs> and um
2: No, totally. Well, and also we don't really like see people like outright tell her they love her, you right. know? So like, even if she, that's probably an additional way why like f- she doesn't feel it from her friends yet, you know?
0: Yeah. yeah. With the exception of, I think Jack has said it.
2: Has mm-hmm.
0: he not? Uh, maybe I'm not, not sure. Maybe not. Yeah. Yet. Yeah sorry yeah I, that's not really I, I, i'm not sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so then we go back to andy who's like talking to dawson and joey on the radio and it's yeah. like it's bad they're getting cut off it's like yeah. the radio's not coming through so like dawson and joey are now kind of alone yeah and then they like- finally like come up on pacey on the boat <laughs> they're like on the true what love. is
2: that oh god and then Je- joey's like we're gonna crash and they, <laughs> they crash into true love and and jen is like holy shit that's it we're dead you know? <laughs> yeah we hit something pacey's like no i think something hit us and yeah. they go out and they they're like it's fucking dawson oh yeah. my god like yeah. you know and like yeah like we're like oh like you know the first time you see it you're like like they know
0: each other they yeah, do they do see, absolutely yeah. and at first pacey doesn't want to come on board because he doesn't want to leave his boat like he doesn't want to come on board the artful dodger and then dawson like jumps onto the boat with pacey well, and is yeah, like
2: then they are able to get jen off they get yes. jen on yeah, yeah
0: yeah yeah and then dawson jumps on the boat with pacey and is like you do not get to do this and yeah. joey then yells his name just, Pacey. <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs> And he kind of like looks at her and is like, okay. And him and Dawson both jump onto the boat, um, the artful dodger, like leaving the true yeah love. in slow mo. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it's extra. Yeah, as my friend Aaron says. Um, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and so. So then we're back at the yacht club, and there's no storm anymore. Yeah, the rain has calmed down in the time it took them to get back to the. Okay
2: is that real we know we have east coast listeners please email us tweet us message <laughs> dm us like are you yeah. fucking kidding me
0: yeah dawson's critique at com. um because uh, okay. I, I i feel like yeah i mean i feel like that was real clo- like that was real quick It 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 resolved yeah. itself real quick
2: yeah like sure like the severity could calm down but it's like no rain whatsoever yeah (laughs) exactly exactly okay Okay.
0: interesting yeah okay so so Gail
2: and Mitch are there and they're like (laughs) it's super weird
0: (laughs) okay so but like okay Gail and Mitch and Grams are all there And of course, Joey and Pacey, not a widder or potter in attendance. So like, hello, they only have each other hi if we just didn't if we needed to highlight this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there it is. (laughs) And and everyone like treats Dawson like the hero, and like in a way he totally is. Like he did go out there and risk like risk it all to rescue them. But Mr. Brooks is um not impressed.
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He pulls Dawson aside and he's like, boy. I want to talk about that hole in my boat. <laughs> <And he's laughs> yeah,
0: like, exactly. Oh dude. Yeah. Whoa. And, and
2: he's like, how are you going to fix this? And Dawson's like, I mean, my parents are rich. I don't know. Like what? He gonna have some money like, for
0: college. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: like, it's just like, why is this Dawson's fault? He doesn't have insurance. Like, okay. Right. Um. Yeah. And Dawson's like, you know what? I have some money that I was saving for college. And Brooks is like, all right, all right. And Graham's just fucking pushes Dawson aside and just gets in Mr. Brooks' face and it's like, are you fucking kidding me? This is a boat. Yeah. and this is a boy that's going to college you are not going to take his money i will fucking slap you like-
0: <laughs> she's she's like this like he saved my granddaughter and like the fact that you mr brooks can't appreciate dawson's courage explains like you've lived alone for all those years in that godforsaken house <laughs> so like whoo grams has yeah. it out for this man <laughs> and she it's says awesome if, she says if you let dawson dig into his college fund i'm gonna come kick your shriveled old butt and i'm like okay Grams <laughs> just laying down the law <laughs> i love it love it's it so too. fucking dope i know
2: so andy and jack are walking through the yacht club about yeah. to leave and miss valentine comes up and and's like thank you andy thank you and jack's like hard pass. Andy did your fucking job for you. (laughs) Don't get it twisted. Yeah.
0: Because she's like, oh, I was so impressed by how you handled things. And Jack's like, yeah, she did your job.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And then Miss Valentine's like, you know what? I think I will give you that recommendation after all. Yeah. And Andy's like, girl i was born rich and you married into it (laughs) i can outclass you (laughs) (laughs) and miss valentine is like you wouldn't dare so we see actually this real um power that andy has from her class mm, and the way mm. in which she can wield it over bitchy women
0: yeah because miss valentine is like you know i think the university is gonna love to hear about my impressions of you and then like jack looks at her like i bet they're gonna really be eager to hear our impressions of you Yeah.
2: And Andy's like, see, you put me in a difficult position, like echoing back to what Miss Valentine said. Like, I I might have to tell people of your true character, you know. Yeah. And the reality is like Andy is in a position where she could say something to these alumnus and like Mm -hmm. it would mean something. Absolutely. And this is a real power struggle that we see between like like the new rich and like the old Mm -hmm. money, you know. Mm -hmm. And and Miss Valentine sees that power at play. Cause she's like, you wouldn't dare. Yeah. And Andy's like, no, I wouldn't because white feminism is bullshit and agent of the patriarchy. Like <laughs> I'm not going to use what little power I have to oppress you. Yeah. To be like, shitty. So to I'm you. nothing like you. I'm not yep. like you, you know, like I use my privilege to stand up for like to a normalize getting treatment for mental yeah. health mm-hmm. and then to stand up for people to
0: bitchy women like you that aren't able to right and she's like she looks at mrs valentine and she goes look lady you give me the recommendation you see fit because if anyone at that university knows you half as well as i do at this point it won't count for much and just whoo get some cream for that burn that one was yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. love andy love andy yeah totally and true. I mean, I, I think you're totally right. Like, you know, Andy is basically like, I'm not going to do the thing that you did to me, which like, I think is sometimes hard. Because like, you're like, yeah, were are a total asshole. And I want to be an asshole back. Um, yeah. And, and like,
2: I have the power to do that. But like, yeah, what is the person I want to be? And what is the world I'm trying to create? You know, and mm. so in what ways am I using my power, you know, to get a, a very small, like instant gratification? Yeah. Or like, to serve a larger purpose
0: yeah um so we go out then to the harbor where like joey follows pacey and she's like i am fucking pissed <laughs> and-,
2: yeah, like, and he's just like i'm pissed like the best memories of my life were on that boat and it's fucking mm-hmm. gone you know yeah. like give me some space and she's like absolutely not like (laughs) I have never been so scared for someone in my whole life like I cannot believe you put me through that
0: (laughs) yeah and he's
2: like and like and he apologized so sad because he looks at her because he's never like no one's ever felt that way about him right right no one's been scared about his safety or his life or like what he's doing right and so
0: that didn't cross his mind, mm-hmm. and he like immediately apologizes, and he's like, "I'm sorry, I put you through that." And yeah. then she's kind of like, "Just remember when you're like dealing with these life and death situations that you're thinking for two, and just oh my god, uh, these two could I they know. be any goddamn cuter? Ugh, it's really, so it's really hard to take. It's really, it's really hard to bear. <laughs> gotta I say. know." i mean it's not please give it give me inject it into my veins but
2: and she's she looks at him and she does that thing where she like looks up you know (laughs) with her like innocent eyes and Mm. she's like you knew dawson was going to come didn't you it's the Mm -hmm. nature of best friends and pacey rightfully is like ex-best friends yeah and 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 joey you know i love this Yeah, she's like, you're never going to be whole if you act like Dawson doesn't exist. Like, you've had this friendship. And, like, it's interesting because you kind of wish that, like, she could take her own advice. Mm -hmm. Because what we're seeing right now is, like, the really complicatedness of being moving into old friends.
0: Well, because she says, like, whether you hang out or not, he's still a part of you. And I think that's such a... That's such a, like it's a hard lesson to learn but it's also just like it's one that I just, take so much comfort in as someone who's a li- who's much older than these people like exactly no it's so true like all of
2: your friends from your childhood you just have this like space in your heart and you love them mm-hmm. so much and people are like so weird Facebook's just for like or like Instagram or, you know, like you just, it's just for people that like you went to elementary school and you're like, yeah. Or like, you know, high school or whatever. And you're like, yeah, but like, I do want to know what they're up to. Like we just aren't in the place where like, I would like see them really like with frequency, but like, I do want to know like that space that they hold is in my life, you know? And like, this is a complicated thing. And during this age is that like, there's your old friends. And then as you grow and change, like, you get these new friends but you have that like love and that space for those Mm -hmm. people that were there through like the fucking trauma of childhood yeah
0: yeah and like and you know it's okay that not all of them are friends that you maintain like serious friendships with and like I still have like you know a couple of people that I was really good friends with as a, a young kid but like you know, I again like I I agree with you that's one of that's one of the things that I love about social media is like mm-hmm. you get to kind of see those people and be like, "Oh, good." Like and there's just yeah. like it's just nice. And yeah and I think that there's I think that there's this way that like I understand as someone who had like some pretty dramatic friend breakups over yes, the years. Yes, yes. <laughs> but but is sort of like on somewhat friendly terms with a lot of those people now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Totally. Like Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. There's this way in which, of course, they do not hold the same spot that they once did, and like, mm-hmm. and I think like when it's first happening, that is so deeply painful. I mean, it is. It, yeah, I, I mean, mean, there's no other way to describe it. The
2: worst breakup Pacey has ever gone through with Dawson. Yeah.
0: Yes. Absolutely. And like, and like, but also that, and that first part of it is like, is so supremely painful. I mean, it is insanely painful. Uh-huh. But then mm-hmm, it kind of mm-hmm. like, there's this way that it falls into like, okay, I'm so appreciative that that person was there. And then yeah. I had that. Yeah. You know. And that
2: they can help hold those memories with you. You know, mm. they remember different details than you do. And yeah. they remember, you know, like I, I, that's one of the things I really like is like, oh, that's just like the collective tre-
0: treasure chest of your childhood memories. Yeah. Yeah. So we get the beginning then of the Sean Colvin song um, called, uh, I never saw blue like that before. I know. This uh, is iconic. Yeah, I, I was
2: wondering if we were going to keep
0: it in there. Yeah, that one is in there. Um, so Sean Colvin, I never saw blue like that. It just uh, starts up and Pacey and Joey sort of walk up, walk off together because again, mm-hmm. they didn't have any parents or grandparents yeah. coming to get them
2: yeah and and mitch and gail walk up to their car and they find mm -hmm. dawson kind of like staring at pc and joey and like and mitch i i mean i have a
0: problem with this part i have a real problem with it
2: so mitch is like (laughs) it's not fair dawson you saved the day but you didn't get the girl yeah
0: (laughs) Oh Which, God. like, if we just need to wrap up in one succinct, like, line what the pro, like, how the men are problematic on this show, here it is.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, it's, it's bitch. Like... Okay.
0: Okay. Okay. Mm. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's just... you it's saved like the I'm day, not, like... but you still didn't get the girl. Is like, it's hard the...
2: because the name bitch has not aged well.
0: Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> looking at you, McConnell. <laughs> and um, my
2: city representative Mitch
0: O'Farrell. Oh thank yeah, you. that guy. Mine too. Ooh, what a piece of shit that guy is. Okay. So, but Mitch is like, you know, maybe you got something more important. You had this moment and you get to look back and know you did a great thing, which is something all the girls and all the thank yous can't replace, which like I I mean, I don't mind that sentiment, but like Just paired with the one before it, it's just too much for me.
2: It's hard because it's further like this narrative that Mitch reinforces with Dawson. And like, as Mitch is a white privileged man, like, you know, it's seeing this is like a reinforcing of the idea of like, you always, the best thing you do is be a good guy. And I'm going to reinforce that you are the good guy, you know, and that like, pleasure that you will find the memories you'll look back on that really like are the best tokens of your childhood or when you were a good guy and just this kind of like reinforcing of this narrative that frankly I don't like
0: you know it's like
2: I don't know why do you two white men
0: get to determine what's a good guy (laughs) well it is just a mythologizing you know that's like pretty uncomfortable yeah.
2: Yes. Yes. You know, do yeah. I think that Mitch should like be a, like give these fatherly advice of like, look, you're hurting and like, yeah, there's a beauty to like what you did that you should take away too yeah. as well, you know, but yeah. just kind of centering the like the phrasing of the, the possession of the girl mm-hmm. and like the the framing of like the narrative of being a good guy is just it's very hard to yeah. live in.
0: it's hard to stomach yeah (laughs) yeah so and like and like so mitch and dawson sort of see joey and pacey kiss next to joey's truck and pacey looks back at them as they get into the car Mm -hmm. so like there's definitely like these two guys like kind of i mean in a way pining for each other right um yeah exactly yeah and and so then we go over to jen and graham's walking back to the car and mm-hmm. Jen offers to play her angry femme music for Grams since she told off Mr. Brooks, which is just my favorite. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I know. And then Grams just loses it. Yeah, yeah. She just like, she's overcome with emotion. And mm-hmm. she's like, I thought I was never going to see you again. I was like preparing in my head what I was going to say to your mom. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I don't know what I would do. Yeah. And Jen is like, you handled this way better than my mom. So we kind of see this moment where, like, Jen's mom doesn't give a fuck about her. That lady's dead to me. Fucking cunt, you know? (laughs) And, like, (laughs) and never, like, made Jen feel loved, you know? Yeah. And Jen sees her grandma just actually caring about her, loving her, just, like, having all of this, like, you know, space for Jen and, like, you know, these the long road of their connection like these moments just like you see it build up Jen you know yeah
0: yeah and i think like grams admits at this point that she like has no faith like she had no faith tonight when she needed it and jen's yeah. like you lent it to me like i actually did i was terrified uh- but i had this hope that like and so I must have gotten it from somewhere, and I kind of love that that like idea. I know, that, yeah. And then Grams, of course, must push too far. It's such a beautiful
2: vision of uh, faith, like you know. And yeah. again, I think I personally think it kind of reinforces like this like millennial idea of religion versus mm-hmm. like an older one, you know, yeah. because like. Like my, I just recently, h- I have a new nephew now and he was in the NICU for five years and I was like, oh my God, five I'm days, praying for days. you. Like, you know, five, sorry, five days, yeah. <laughs> five years <laughs> um, for five days. And I was just like, uh-huh. oh, I'm praying for you because you just don't know what else to yeah. say when you're yeah. like, oh, just like giving you advice and good energy and yeah. just like hoping everything's going to turn out, you know, yeah. and I think there's like, there's such a beauty to spirituality and like the way that it's kind of key in the religions of like, these other teachings that are really hard to get on board with, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think like, and I, and I think like, you know, Graham's of course immediately then goes and pushes too far and is like, so mm-hmm. you're going to go to church on Sunday with me. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Jen's Jen's like like, no not if you wanted that shit to burn down you know
0: it's like
1: Mm -mm.
0: I totally was crying in this scene yeah but it's like but like you said you know Jen like Graham's immediate reaction is to say like oh well then that means you're going to come to church and Jen's like no like we had this nice moment of like kind of spirituality between the two of us yeah that doesn't mean that I want to be in a church
2: yeah you know exactly like that I just can't get on board with like a lot of the teachings that are within yeah. your, Church. you know, organized religion. And like, yeah. but that doesn't mean I don't have spirituality and I don't believe like I didn't get peace from that, that mm. faith that you, you gave me, you know? Yeah. And isn't that like accepting like a a, a, a God into your heart, you know? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, Grams has left her keys in the, in the yacht club. And so Jen goes back to get it. And hey, guess who Jen runs into in the Yacht Club? Oh, shit. And guess who Jen knows? Uh, He's like, what the fuck are you doing here? And and he's like... It's Drew Valentine. Yeah.
2: I will say I didn't feel like for continuity's sake, he should have called her Jenny, but... Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's
0: okay. Yeah, and he's... Because he's like... So it turns out Drew and Jen knew each other in New York. Um, yeah. And she's like, oh, shit. What the fuck are you doing here? Like she's She is like, not I've happy to see have been here
2: him. for two years. Fuck. And he's like, oh, wow. I guess moving to Capeside wasn't going to be that bad. And she's yeah. like, fuck. Like, yeah.
0: yeah, Drew's really stoked about it because he's got his buddy. And Jen's like, oh, yeah. shit. This is not good. Shit. And Dr- not Drew yeah drew calls her like the girl who set new york on fire mm-hmm. and um uh, jen's like oh fuck <laughs> yeah yeah ooh,
2: um, yeah <laughs> good though
0: it's oh so good oh. And, and so then we go to the next day at dawson's we get sean colvin again never saw blue like that and, and like
2: dawson's that. like yeah. cleaning There's like up a breakup before. song for dawson and pacey yeah it is
0: and he's sky. like dawson's cleaning up the yard from the storm and pacey walks up and like starts to say something and dawson's like you know you don't owe me anything and
2: wow. Yeah.
0: yeah. And Pacey's like, whoa. And
2: Dawson, like, Dawson does kind of build him up, I will say. Dawson's like, you would have done the same thing. Yeah. And Pacey's like, I don't know about that. And Dawson's eh, like, you you definitely would have.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And Pacey then is like, I just wanted yeah, to like say thank you. was the only time see a compliment
2: from Dawson to Pacey, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it, yeah Dawson being few like, you, times, would, yeah. you would be a quote good guy, you know? Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> And Pacey just, like, thanks him and then, and then says he's sorry. And, like, he's yeah. like, I'm sorry for what happened. Yeah, he's just like, I
2: know things are beyond repair and, like, a conversation's not going to solve anything, but I'm sorry for the way things down, went down last spring. And I'm sorry for the pain it caused you, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, that's why I think just, like, as girls and as, you know, fans of this show, it's just, like, why you can forgive Pacey a little bit more because – He's like, I'm sorry I hurt you. Mm -hmm. And Dawson
0: doesn't frame it like that. Yeah. He's like, that's not my intention.
2: Yeah. And he doesn't, he's like, I was betrayed instead of being like, I was hurt by that betrayal. Or he was like, he took my. My possession over Joey's virginity, <laughs> you know, yeah. and so, like, these things that, like, while, like, you know, it's hard because I don't want to tell people how to feel, yeah, it's just like those are the situations where you're like, ah,
0: gross, yeah, yeah. And and Pacey finally says to Dawson, like, I'm mostly sorry that I ruined our friendship because I like really miss it badly, and I hope that we can be <laughs> friends again,
2: yeah, and. And Dawson says, like, okay, until then. And then yeah. they, like, do an overhead shot of the two boys walking their separate ways.
0: Yeah, and they're, like, both clearly pained by this. And it's, like, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful shot, the creek in the background and these two yeah. boys. And Yeah. Yeah. I love that episode. <laughs>
2: i know. so good yeah yeah i i mean like i said i always love a jen and pacey storyline sure. you know i sure. feel like we've been complaining about not enough andy and this was like fucking boss andy you yeah. know um yeah. you know and like jack being a good brother to her yeah um you know
0: you kind of like yeah yeah you're rooting for okay i am rooting for I'm kind of rooting for Dawson and Pacey to, like, start mm-hmm. to 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 move. I don't even want to say mend a friendship. I want to say, like, to move into whatever the next version of their friendship is going to be. And whether yeah. that is, like, yeah. you know, like, yeah, yeah, whether that's, like, hey, we were really good friends once and now, like, we're kind of not right now. But, like, we respect each other and we're, you know, rooting for each other from the sidelines, like, that, to me, is, like, really... um. That's a story I want to see. Um, yeah. And then, like... And Andy... I mean, I think I'm so rooting for Andy. Uh, You know, I, yeah. I love her in this episode, and I love just, like, the tenacity with which she stands up for herself and, like, refuses to be sort of, like, um, made into a victim or made into a... And not even a victim, but just, like, made into, like, some, you know... Like
2: a one-no. Like, she yeah, yeah. doesn't allow herself to be identified
0: and, like, yeah.
2: by you know, her mental illness. Like, it's
0: right. like, what? Okay.
2: It's a part of me, <laughs> but know? it's not
0: the whole me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and she's... I
2: mean, personally, I, <sighs> I think that she really ex- exemplifies, like the way in which white women of privilege can use their power for good, you know, Mm. just like I could stoop to your level and play this like game that us white women have played for
0: millennia or Mm. I could not. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, the only people that benefits is men. Yeah. Um, And so, and so, yeah, those are who, and I'm rooting for Jen. I mean, I'm obviously always rooting for Pacey and Joey, but I feel like they were kind of, they were pretty solid in this episode and like, Mm -hmm. you know like totally it's just it was just like reaffirming that they have like deep feelings for each other um yeah and so so like you know i don't want to but like and then jen just getting over henry and getting like moving on with her fucking life like uh, girl yes move the fuck forward
2: yeah <laughs> and feeling love, I mean, I think she felt truly loved by her grandma in yeah. that moment. It's just like, I want totally. her to feel loved all the time. All the time. yeah, <laughs> and she like Paisley comforted her when she needed it. like yeah. you know, she has a lot of really beautiful relationships in her life, you know, yeah. so yeah. i I always love seeing that totally totally yeah okay, okay, so for our listener corner, mm. we've got two things. Okay. First one is from of our, my D&I initiative from, we got two Michaels, but this is from one of the first Michaels. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So people care, people care more about you than they do this damn boat. I still love the intensity of that rescue. No wonder back in 2000, they promoted this episode as the quote, the storm. Mm. Something about two gentlemen of Cape Side Falls Flout. Pacey's apology at the end of this episode is one of my favorite scenes from this season. Mm. It taught me to never underestimate the ability of a sincere apology. And just because I apologize, doesn't mean the person is going to forgive me right away or at all, which mm. I just say snaps to that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. well put. <laughs> That's a that's lesson well put.
2: Dawson needs to learn. And like, uh, yes. And I think that's just a lesson we all need to learn, but to be yeah. honest, specifically men, yeah. um, but my question is inspired by the Drew and Jen scene. Mm. I love how everyone from New York knows her. <laughs> if, <Yeah. laughs> if Jen didn't move to Capeside, she most definitely would have gone to Constance. Mm. The years may be off, but can you imagine Jen Lindley as a character on Gossip Girl? <laughs> and if this were a one for one trade, who from Gossip Girl could you imagine in Capeside?
0: Side? Okay. First of all, I want to say I I am always imagined Jen more as like hanging with Chloe Sevigny and Rosario Dawson in the Lower East mm, Side cute. of New York. Uh-huh. Like kind of in kids, yeah. Uh-huh. Um but I really like that question. <laughs> <And>, Yet. Um <laughs> And so I think I definitely think Jen. I mean Jen's kind of like a Serena when oh, she yeah, I was gets say the Serena. kicked away the way
2: and then comes back. Yeah. You know, like I could see that happening if Jen were in in Gossip Girl if gossip if there were a Gossip Girl in
0: Cape Side. I mean, I just want Blair obviously. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, want Blair to be the chaos agent of season whatever. I don't care. I mean, totally. obviously, clearly. Um, yeah. And I think
2: she would have, like, I would love to see a just, um, what's her name, the actress with Michelle Williams. I think they would be, like, oh, yeah, so Leighton good Meester. together. Yeah, totally. Meester, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Blair. But, like, but I guess it would be cool, to be honest, if, like, when, serena went away she was like in cape side like for uh-huh. some reason cape sides where like the bad girls get yeah, sent, yeah,
0: like, yeah. For the form school <laughs> like, yeah, you know yeah. <laughs> that totally. would be pretty awesome yeah, yeah that would be that would be but but yeah i mean i like if you got blair and abby morgan in the same room i feel like the world would implode
2: oh, would oh my god say? but i would pay to see yeah it. yeah yeah totally
0: <laughs> love that question
2: <laughs> yeah Thank you,
0: Michael.
2: Thank yeah, you. thanks, Michael. Um, and then this is from Heather um, to follow up. Uh, we got a few, but this one I wanted to share mm. about like what we should call non-college bound kids. Someone suggested um, vocational bound. I mm-hmm. like that one, yeah. so we're we're still working on it in the in the DMs and emails. But okay. um, this is from Heather. I wanted to share it on the pod. Mm. I'm currently a high school social studies teacher in a small town about 35 minutes from a larger city in the Midwest. I obviously cannot speak to all schools, but I'm very proud of the way adults I work with try to help all students that come through our doors. As an educator, I think it is very important that a school be that a school has to be designed with its community in mind. Mm. Most data on our town lists our median income below average and our poverty level higher than average. Mm. We are not racially diverse, but we have a lot of diversity when it comes to socioeconomic status. Mm -hmm. Students have the option of attending an in-district career center that provides many programs ranging from CNA, EMT, and firefighter training to HVAC, building trades, and auto techs. Cool. Many students graduate high school with trade certifications for students that have failed many classes. They are enrolled in online programs that allow them to work at their own pace and time if needed to earn credits they need to graduate. Mm -hmm. Some students forgo the traditional school setting altogether, withdraw and join the job corps branch within our town. Mm -hmm. As far as a name to give kids who are not college-bound, I don't think we could create one phrase that would encompass the range of possibilities for them. Yeah. I'm a year, year or two younger than you and have similar, I had similar expectations from co- about college from my parents. My father was a high school dropout and college was an expectation for my brother and me. Now, most educators are ex and or millennials, and we are not only promoting but celebrating all the plans our mm. kids have in mind when they go out into the world. This includes going into the workforce, attending trade schools, military entry, although I'm saddened that this is always seems to be the poorest of students, Mm.
0: universities, and yes, even community college. Mm -hmm. So Heather, I mean, I love that. And I I think I think a lot about this. My dad taught at um, a much less uh, socioeconomically privileged high school than I went to um, near where I went to high school. And I know that they had, they actually did have a lot better, um, like, sort of trade yeah. stuff at that high school um, than they did at mine. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I think, I think that's so great. I mean, I guess what my thing is, is, like, the sort of more wealthy and the more, like, privileged high schools need to be better at integrating everyone at the high school. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like so-
2: Well, I went to like a pretty rich school. I mean, there was a strata, obviously. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, we had all those programs, actually. Uh, Like I said, I took ROP for silk screening, but we would get this catalog that was all of the programs. My high school district was only high school. So it wasn't Mm -hmm. like a school district of like elementary, middle school, high school. It was six high schools in the area. And then you would get you would get a course catalog for all of the courses within the high school. So you could take like Korean at a different high school. I Mm -hmm. don't know how that would work, to be honest, but it was technically available. But the ROP program, each high school had specific programs that they specialized in. Mm -hmm. And when you would graduate, you had the opportunity to have a certification. Like some people graduated with only needing a few more hours to be like a a beautician, like to cut hair or Mm -hmm. to, you know, my brother took drafting and he already Mm -hmm. had like, I think, a certificate too. And like, I think I potentially could have got some kind of certificate for this graphic or for the silk screening, but I just did it for fun. Um, so we did have these programs, and that is like one of these like really special things that they talk about suburbs. You know, of like mm. if we invest in our schools, and like then they get these certificates for free, <laughs> right? And I. <laughs> and think- Right. And then they can have like a skill or a job or something when they're done when they're eighteen and we're like no longer obligated to care for them, you know. Um, and like I think that's amazing. I I'd love to hear from more teachers out there mm-hmm. if like or or parents of um, high school students if this is an experience that they have because like she says, there are so many plans that our kids have, you mm-hmm. know, and like. I think that there's a real toxicity to the white narrative of the only plan that's acceptable is to go to a four year university. Yeah.
0: No, I agree. And that's why
2: we only invest in giving aid to people that are pursuing the white plan. Mm.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And I think like, you know, like I said, my high school was, I mean, I was in a small town um, and, mm-hmm. you know, my my high school was, I mean, it was fairly racially diverse, but it was basically like half white, half Latino. Um, Mm -hmm. And like, and, you know, you got, it was one of those ones where you got put on a track. Yeah. And and so like the people on the lower tracks, like we had something a little bit similar to what you're talking about, where you could go like, like one of the high schools had an auto shop that you could go take auto shop classes there or something like that. But at my dad's high school, I mean, there was really like my dad taught a whole thing in the science academy and like really like prepped people for jobs. And that that was in a much more agricultural area. And they really talked about agriculture and like and Mm -hmm. like the kinds of jobs that students could go into straight out of high school, many of which were in agriculture. Right. And and, you know, these are these these students that my dad taught, a lot of them are children of migrant farm workers. um, Mm -hmm. And so, you know, their families were in you know, a certain segment of agriculture already. And so, so they kind of could learn about how to get into other parts of it. Um, and I think that mm-hmm. was really great. Whereas at my high school, it was like, it felt like, you know, those kids were just like, we, it, those kids were kind of written off. Like it was like, okay. Yeah, I mean, it,
2: it kind of sounds like the white parents hoarded all the resources for their kids.
0: Well, and, and I, I, I actually don't think it was well, I mean, it was the white parents, but like, but the the stratification like on the different tiers, it was pretty it it was there was diversity in it. But yeah. the the lower the lower tiers like, were very like there were still poor white kids for sure. Yeah, quite a few. Yeah. But the rich
2: white parents hoarded all the resources
0: for their kids. Yes. Yeah, that's what happened. So, mm-hmm. Great job. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
2: (laughs) And it's, it's a shame, you know, it's a real tragedy, to be honest. mm -hmm. And like, I'm not saying that, like, (laughs) I'm not blaming anyone. I'm just saying like, that's the truth of what happened. And let's acknowledge that and like, let's find ways to move forward. Yeah, we can't admit that's what happened. We're gonna argue about stupid shit
0: like whether or not it happened. <laughs>
2: yeah, so, <laughs> instead yeah. of the real stuff. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah.
0: No, totally. Yeah. Oh no, I'm yeah. not trying to argue it didn't happen. It definitely <laughs> happened. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. Thank. But you. Yes. Thank
2: you so much for sharing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and if I do listen- take to heart what you say about we couldn't give a name to not college non college bound kids, but. I guess then maybe we need to have a few names. Let's do that. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I want to talk about all the different paths and like the ways in which we can normalize this instead of just saying college bound kids and then the others. <laughs> yeah. 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 it <laughs> also feels personally problematic to me.
0: Yeah. And I also want to add, if there's anyone that's listening that's actually in high school, I, yeah. who knows, um, yeah. then uh, contact us too about like what your school looks like um we would love yeah. to hear
2: from you. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Mm. So yeah, and then I just thank you for listening everyone. I hope that we were able to create a safe space for you during this wild time. <sighs> this episode's going to come out on the 20th. So, we're nervous. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, nervous. yeah. It comes out and everyone's safe and mm. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, it's a wild time to be alive. And we're trying to keep our head up. Just give you a little little safe space. I know it helps me and Julia to like have a little bit of time to think about something else. And so <laughs> yeah. we hope you're feeling the same. Um, yeah. You know, Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Defund the police. Um, yeah. Let's just like expel all of this representatives that wanted to dispute the election. Let's yeah. do that. But I want to do that. Absolutely want to do that. And I hope that you can, you would be willing to call your senators and your representatives to advocate for that. Um, Mm -hmm. Kevin McCarthy is from California. So we're, Julie and I are in a position to do that. And yep, we do. Don't worry. (laughs) 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 But yeah, it's wild. Um, So stay safe. Uh, wear your mask wash your hands mm. yep, yep. <laughs> you can it's... follow us on instagram and twitter at dawson's critique you can email us anything you want anything you're interested about season four dawson's critique at gmail.com you can follow my finsta at aaron.hensley we want to shout our boy Killia for making our theme song you can find him on instagram at go freaking crazy we have merch now. Woohoo! Woo! <laughs> I saw someone get the cup, the mug. Love oh, yeah. the hardest of words mug. And I was yeah, like, Fuck someone yeah, was drinking so from dope. it this morning. On yeah. I love that. Love it. Um, that's so cool. Uh, so that's a uh, bit.ly slash Dawson's critique. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. The February merch is going to be really cool too. Yeah. So keep an eye out for that. Um, you can, Order our book, I Remember Everything, Life Lessons from Dawson's Creek, available wherever you get your books. It should be back on Amazon in the European Union um, within a week or two
0: yeah um and i want to highlight i'm gonna do some dc bookstores because dc is under siege right now so um east city books in washington dc fucking great bookstore um you know you can order our book or any of your books from them and they will ship them Mm -hmm. to you so show dc a little uh, love because it's wild there right now yeah um, please like a subscribe, write a review wherever it is you get your podcast. Uh, we'd like to thank those of you who have done that. Um, it's so, so helpful when you do. Uh, you can find me online at Pesty1079. We would like to thank, as always, Andrew Bush, who we can't wait to get back to the studio and um, bother. And yep. Yep. can't wait, truly. And uh, <laughs> rare bird <laughs> books can be found online at rarebirdlit.com or on social media at rarebirdlit. This has been a Rare Bird production. I don't
1: want to wait for our lives to be over.